0: Culture, pop my culture pop my culture
1: everyone pop my culture pop my culture pop my culture everyone it's the pop my culture podcast with your hosts Paul Strat and Vanessa Ragland Hello and welcome to the Pop My Culture podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm
2: Vanessa Ragland.
1: Thank you guys for listening. I do a couple things up top here before we get to our awesome guest this week.
2: We want to say our thank yous. We are completely listener supported and not very. (laughs) (laughs) So whenever we do get a little something, we really, really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, so a big thanks to Nathan from Middleburg and Natasha from Milwaukee.
2: Thank you guys. Yeah. And if anyone else is interested, um, instead of maybe downloading some pop music for 130 uh, pop on iTunes, you could go to our website and click a donate button, support us instead of Kesha.
1: Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we do, do contests from time to time, and part of that money goes to fund the things we give away. Yeah. Uh, and on this episode, we'll be giving away a signed DVD by our guest, uh, which you'll learn a little more about yep. when we introduce him in a moment or two, uh, to get you need to go to our website and uh on the comments for the episode uh leave some thoughts about the episode as well as your answer to the first question that we ask later in the episode
2: yep and just leave that in the comments section and we'll pick the winner by the funniest entry basically yeah
1: whichever one we like
2: yeah there we go
1: (laughs) so let's get to it shall we our guest today, you know him from Sports Night in the West Wing, and he'll soon be seen on Crackle.com in the series he created and stars in, Backwash. Ladies Ooh. and gentlemen, Joshua Molina is Hooray. here. Ooh, Happy to be here.
2: I'm happy to have you here. Thank you for having so, me. So it's cool. But hey. I would kind of, I'm coming on a little strong today. Sorry. <laughs> Please do. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel
1: about you speaking for both of us.
2: Well, Cole and I really think about politics <laughs> like this.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're both really excited to have you here. So thank you for being here. I'm yeah. delighted. We're um, delighted. I think it's it's fitting that we start the show by talking about Mondo Gate, yeah. uh, Project Runway. Yeah, you know, I went as Mondo <gasps> for Halloween. You're Did kidding you
3: really? me? Yeah. We did not
2: talk about this prior to this happening.
3: And as with every other uh, event in my family's history, there's no picture of me. There's no photographic evidence that my children (laughs) uh, had a father. What did you look like? I I have to say I didn't do a lot of planning. I planned for a while that I would be Mondo, but I put no effort into it. Um, so I wore, um, you can describe, uh, you know, <laughs> you most people, Pinocchio most people bit. took me to be some sort of Tyrolean yodeler. <laughs> um, I did, I wore a little black, uh, I volunteer with AYSO. I'm an assistant referee. So Ooh. I wore my little black shorts. Excellent. <laughs> my wife dug up some suspenders for me. Perfect. I wore one of her, uh, far too small white V-neck t-shirts.
2: So far so good. I got
3: very long, uh, sweat socks that I pulled mm-hmm. up past the calf and I wore my little <laughs> dress shoes to my heart to my terrible dismay I couldn't find I planned to wear my black plastic frames that I wore as Jeremy in sports night, which I oh. felt would evoke a yeah. certain mondo uh, but I couldn't find them Mm. So I just wore weird sunglasses. And I think that was it. Oh, and a little hat, slightly too small for my head, <laughs> perched at a rakish angle. Was now, there aggression?
1: Were you supposed to win the costume contest, but came in second <laughs> and was well, reportedly like upset? At the
3: time that I chose the costume, I assumed I would be. I would be uh, dressed as the winner okay. of Project Runway. Mm. Um, I've I'm so disturbed by it that I've, I've yet to even watch. My daughter wow. told me. Uh, that Gretchen had won, and oh. there was just a pall that uh, fell over the entire house. Of course. So I can't, I can't even bring myself to, uh, to watch. The mirrors are covered. Yeah, I thought, it was,
1: I thought it was a bit of a lock for Mondo. This whole season felt to me like what planet were the judges on, Yeah, especially with Michael Costello constantly winning for things that just looked like well, he just took a Michael sheet and Castello. draped people with it. Um, and they oh, you it's know, so chic and my great. My co-castella won me
3: over with his being hated by everyone. Yeah, there's that. that I liked him. him. It, it worked for me on a personal level. I, mean, <laughs> I, did, I, I fell for him. I did. I felt like he was getting bullied. And I, the
2: only thing that I couldn't get over with him was his grammar. He had really bad grammar. That is true. That I found unforgivable. Like in those. I'm usually a bit of a
3: sickler for grammar as well, I have to just say. just made
2: me think, what are you doing with your life, Michael Costello? But <laughs> when he lost it, though, when he was eliminated, that yeah. was kind of disturbing. I but haven't seen that
3: as well, but my oh, daughter no. told me, uh, Isabel says he did not take it well. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> that you was, was very well, yeah, well, I, I haven't watched the last, the final two episodes, but I've had
1: them um, described moment Recap. by moment yeah. in real time by, <laughs> by my daughter. Well, that, it's, it's, you know, he, he breaks down and freaks out. But the thing is, in order for there not to be spoilers on Project Runway, because they film it way in advance, like the top seven... Show at Fashion Week, yeah, something like that. So it's like he was in fourth place. He's still going to show. Oh, is that he's true? just not going to show on the show. You that know? is a shocking piece of inside information. I so I people, that. Like, yeah, is that really so I people like that I thought I, that's what I've heard. Because otherwise they but would just go to Fashion Week and they'd like, be able to... I
2: feel like this is, uh, is going to be quite the comments coup. I don't think it's but While true. we're on that,
3: in terms of little spoilers, I also don't like that every outro from a commercial says... Uh, coming up. Coming up. On, oh, I, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to. Don't tell me, Heidi. Just show oh, me.
2: Oh, please. That's, yeah. big,
1: that's a big common bond. It'd
2: be like if you're reading mm-hmm. a book and it's
1: yeah. <laughs> and you get to the chapter break, it's like, coming up, he's the killer. You're like, wait, it's coming up in two and a half minutes. And I'm going to fast forward on my DVR, so don't... Don't tell
2: me. It's horrible. You very just bad. have to pull it past.
1: Very, very bad. I, yeah, we try to make mm. sure that we have the remote handy because the second that starts, we're like, ah, oh, fast forward, fast forward, exactly. get by it because I don't want to see everything.
2: But now, with Twitter and Facebook, it's just not safe to not be caught up. Like, I get very anxious on the day of, like, the day after the finale if I haven't had time to watch it because you have your social network and you have to do, but you can't do it because you don't want to see it.
3: That is true. Ooh. And yet, every time something is ruined for me, I find that my enjoyment of eventually watching is not much less than I oh, really? <laughs> anticipate. Yeah, apparently I'm not big a- on the suspense. As, as as just the,
1: the endless drone of uh, reality TV, whether just I know what's noise, going to happen or not, yeah. is, is enough for me. Well, what cracks me up though is that people still get really pissed off. Like they'll put things on Twitter, like "Thanks a lot, East Coast." You know what I mean? When you're on the West Coast, you're just like, you, "You're a big boy. Don't yeah. log into Twitter right you're, then." You're like, absolutely if, right. If you know it's the finale and you don't want to know, then like, don't go to things that tell you things like that.
2: And that's a whole lot of people. It it's, oh, takes pump? a lot
1: news for I reporting uh, the news. I
3: still don't know who's president. <laughs> but, don't, but don't
1: tell I me. I won't spoil no, I did, Spoiler I it. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's Kelsey Grammer. Oh, sorry. Oh, gosh. So sorry. Oh, uh, boy. It's not Kelsey But yeah, no. so Mondogate. Um, <laughs> yeah. The collections are, I don't know. Gretchen, they started with, uh, on the last episode, they started with the reunion in the top hour, which I thought was interesting.
2: Everyone was so mean to Gretchen.
1: Oh, they're totally mean to Gretchen. And then she, her whole thing is that, well, you know, I'm not a bitch. I just play one on TV is what she said or whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what? You said every single it. thing that like, – yeah. I know they gave you the villain edit because you played into it yeah. very sure. easily. Because, but you, she would say so many insufferable things that – Like,
2: oh, no, I love you, Chris. And then in the thing, Chris is a horrible designer. <laughs> right. He's, yeah. like, so stupid. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> horrible thing. Yeah. But that's just she in general. But, like, even in front of
1: people's faces, yeah. she would say things that were just, like – like would that would kind of belittle everybody else? They basically said like, "Well, my stuff's amazing, but your stuff yes, is." She had you know, a tangible arrogance. To yeah, her that was unpleasant.
2: Tim Gunn released, or he was taped speaking somewhere about he thought Mondo should have won, and he and Heidi were fighting for Mondo.
3: Yeah. So that, so my daughter tells me. Oh yeah, this <laughs> yes. is up to date. Uh, I feel like we could date. really yes. get along. And he, he, uh,
2: Tim Gunn laid into her early on,
3: I believe, yeah. in the season. Which he I enjoyed. Said,
2: what did he call? Did he call her a monster, or he, she was terrorizing? no intimidating to more? Gretchen? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She, it was something he, he couched it by I think telling the others that they shouldn't let her yeah. abuse them or bully them or yeah. something. Yeah. Cuz she talked for Ooh. the group or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Like, well that was a classic. Yeah. yeah. We watched that <gasps> multi times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it was like that was like that, that's our Shakespearean tragedy the entire family <laughs> we watching Gretchen go from we stand as a team. We will absolutely absolutely not turn on each other to just
2: completely You know they're all that. idiots. Yes,
3: I'm great they're bad.
2: <laughs> what? I was manipulated by them. Ooh. Yeah.
3: That was a fantastic classic episode of television. And then it
2: showed how good ca- television can be, like how good those editors can be, that you can get back on Gretchen's side a little bit. Like after that, I thought I would never forgive her. We, did. we never did. Oh, you didn't? No. I'm like, too, she's like, so skinny.
1: Watches, I like uh, that about her. Really? Watching the the runway show <laughs> on the finale where like the collections are coming down, Michael Kors is sitting there watching with like aviator sunglasses on inside. I'm like can you judge the fashion fairly when it's <laughs> totally dark <laughs> but ah, i don't know I, I just feel like half the time this season i just i was just like what something would come down that i thought was like really cool and they would be like oh terrible and then michael costello's sheet yeah. would come down the runway and they would just it's <laughs> the best thing i've <laughs> the ever draping. seen mm. i Ugh. love project runway though because there is actual talent there yeah, yeah and
2: like
3: many sure. reality tv shows the people involved, uh, obviously to varying degrees. Oh, hey,
1: Power saws! Awesome. <laughs> have real talent. <laughs> yeah, people definitely do have a talent on those shows. Unlike um, Hell's Kitchen, which oh. I know you're a fan of, which I also love. So apparently, to to contradict myself, I will I will watch. Well,
2: you can you know watch it is, both, as long but as you people either really have talent
1: or really don't. It's the middle Amen. that's so dull.
2: I really agree yeah, with that. That's what
1: I, I finally gave. I've watched Hell's Kitchen up till this season. I finally gave up on it because I was tired of watching people that can't make risotto. Over and over and over risotto, just risotto, just burn yeah. it, burn it and burn it and burn it, and and then like it's like they only have to cook three things every season. It's like risotto. There's so usually a prawn of some sort or a scallop. There's <laughs> a scallop. True. They always do scallops, and then they can't do those. They never get past the, the that one station. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're not wrong. There's a certain. I don't, it's like a line cook thing. Like, yeah. You have, yeah, are you
3: a good cook or are you being asked to cook well or are you being asked to? Work on a line well and under pressure and in time.
2: Those people just seem like meth people to me. That's
3: true too. Actually, they <laughs> yeah. are. They, they they do seem bottom of the very barrel-ish. messy. The <laughs> eyebrows,
2: <laughs> the nails, yes. everything. I have. Yes, and <laughs> I um, watch it. Grammar wise, I think oh, also yes. many, many of them are challenged. Oh man. I just want, like, you can't believe those people are part of a luxury lifestyle fine dining experience.
3: That's true. Well, that's the other thing. I just never, uh, I don't want to eat out as much now because I know everybody's <laughs> just
2: sweating and smoking. And, and hating and each cursing other. cursing into my the food. food, yeah. The tastes like... Sadness.
1: Exactly. And that's the other thing, too, is like the prize on that show is like you're going to be the executive chef at some crazy, fancy restaurant someplace that I will never eat at if you're the executive (laughs) chef at it. That is true. (laughs) And most of those places, the people are there for like a month. That's my question. I would like to see the follow-up where – Fires they, they can't run kit like
3: can't a restaurant. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever seen anybody who. Why really aren't there seems
2: more follow-ups though? In general, for everything, I've been hooked I, on Intervention. Do you watch are, that?
3: I I dabble. Ugh. Mary McCormick, my friend, is a huge, huge, huge fan of Intervention. Man, I, I watch it at the gym so, sometimes on the treadmill.
2: You can can you really devote that kind of attention that it I, means though? Uh,
3: well, maybe I'm shortchanging the show. I just I, try to <laughs> I just skip on
2: sleep and stay up and watch it. And then you just need, I need to know what's happening with these people. Some of them, I became feel like i became quite close to him just show. get a little
3: Chiron at the end that tells you what yeah, happened like, in the next couple of months yeah right? three
2: months and then it says she's been sober since yeah but like there's no update that's only three months a lot can happen in maybe three it's months. because
3: very close to 100 percent of them go back, go back and, yeah. and it would be a bummer to do a follow-up show <laughs> yeah or maybe i'm wrong but that's i mean i would
2: be into the follow-up too like intervention is mostly just the bummer part like there's not really happy endings that's
0: true
3: and that's addicts why. don't
2: usually look better after rehab either that popular. is true.
3: I have trouble with the shows that are uh I tried to do hoarders and <gasps> I got like five minutes in oh, and it's like, Oh, they're hoarding. This is awful. <laughs> I, just, I should have known. <laughs> But it's very, it is very aptly titled, and yeah. I don't know, it, it creeped me out.
2: I'm a fan of that one too.
3: I also, I think I tried to watch that with my kids, and it seemed grossly oh, inappropriate. Yeah, it's too. I was like, disturbing. wait a minute, I don't want you to know there's this in the
1: world. I don't mind that you know <laughs> that there's competitive cooking, but Let's, I don't think yeah. you need to know about this. That's so. good. There's been some amazing uh, sh- reality shows that unfortunately didn't like really even make it through a season that I was a huge fan of, like. <laughs> Do you remember Pirate Master when that thing was on? do oh, not. That? Pirate Master? Are was you making amazing. that up? You, no, you can, if you search really hard, you can find an episode or two online. But it was a reality show what where a bunch Cole of people. What does do during the day? <laughs> no, seriously, it was like Survivor, sort of. But it was a bunch of people that like wanted to be pirates, basically. So they get put on a ship, and then they had to like work the ship and stuff like that. And one per- they elect one person captain, and then they have like team challenges where they go and they like hunt treasure and Mutiny. stuff. Mutiny. And then they then they're they're, they're given money. Uh, like or they're they're given like the winnings or whatever the the loot is given to the captain the captain decides who gets what out of the loot and then sometimes they can vote to overturn the captain. Well, that's like, just a very know.
2: antiquated idea of piracy though. Like pirates now just have machine guns. That is true. nobody's giving you a doubloon. It's not who wants to be a pirate. Somalian pirate. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing that.
1: <laughs> it's literally like it's a. So it, it's a bunch release, of release. You'd have to sign on that one. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's a bunch of people that are just like really like you know the guy that had like the white guy with dreads who has an iguana on the boardwalk like that guy's on the show you know Mm -hmm. uh it's a bunch of that kind of stuff but i loved it because it was so campy yeah if you can if you can track it down and it they didn't even they they aired everything except for like the last two episodes and they just like cut it loose and i was like i
2: can't even see who wins (coughs) that's unfair (laughs) so that's fair that bugged me i'm sorry maybe you can write into the company or hey you can write into us company right and tell us who won.
1: Sure. Uh, well, I know. Yeah. Who, I finally found oh. out. They said who won online, and you just couldn't see And is it. he still working as a pirate? Because <laughs> there's no follow-up show, yeah. obviously. This the original needs show. needs to
2: be a follow-up. Yeah. How do you guys feel about people having lizards as pets? You said that iguana thing.
3: It's funny that you say that, because I... Uh, one of the... Here's the first relentless plug, but it's a pretty good segue. Uh, Michael Ian Black, in my yep. web series, plays a guy who's obsessed with all things Saurian. Oh. Of, of or pertaining to lizards. Wow. Um, and it possibly... Uh, sexual way,
2: uh-oh,
3: or such is the implication okay. of my show. Yeah, so <laughs> and I that think that was your I idea. I think people, <laughs> yeah, I think people who have pet lizards maybe are odd, but they are web series worthy. That's my feeling. it wasn't a great segue. But. So well, no, that I think it works. Good.
1: So the show is called Backwash, yeah, and it's on Crackle.com. It will be, yes. will be. It comes out November fifteenth, indeed, I believe, which I think is right when we're going to post this. Summer, yeah, fantastic. So be fresh Thank on guys. people's minds, uh, and you created it. I
3: Yeah, well, I wrote it and produced it, and I'm in it, and Danny Liner, who directed Harold and Kumar, Go to White Castle, and Dude, Where's My Car, directed it. I yes. love Dude,
2: Where's My Car. Me too. Can I, can we have a moment about that? He, yeah, I know. Underrated movie. I
3: completely agree.
2: I think it is so funny, so creative, and so wild. It
3: is really funny, yes. Okay. And I give a lot of the credit to Danny.
2: Go, Danny. Um, I worked great, with Danny a on a single
3: episode of Sports Night, uh-huh. and then...
2: I can't wait to talk about that soon. Ten
3: years later got him to do this web thing. But in the interim, he never hired me.
2: Danny, <laughs> I just want to mention up? that.
3: Yeah. I was, I was like, dude, where's my role? Like, <laughs> apparently, he was not as impressed by working with me as I was with him.
2: Well, you got him back. Uh, I got there him back. Go. Did I, you contact him?
3: Yes. Yeah. We have a mutual friend, Daniel Schneider, who's the third executive producer of the series, actually suggested him. And he said, do you know this guy? Said, I've worked with him and resented him for a decade. <laughs> I have and, 10 uh, years
2: of angst I'd yeah, like to put exactly. somewhere.
3: But uh, so we contacted him and it was great. Awesome. It was awesome. a lot of fun.
2: And how did, you, how did it um, come to be, basically? Did you have this idea for for the web initially or was I-
3: it – Initially, I and this was years and years and more years than I cared to admit. I, I created these two characters for my friend Michael Paines and me, to sort of just ridiculous, uh, sort of wacky, slapsticky characters. Mm-hmm. One of whom sort of abuses the other, uh, and I kind of wrote it and. I think, screenplay form. Then I thought, nah, maybe we'll do it on stage yeah. somewhere. And then I wrote it as a sitcom pilot. And it kind of just kept k- k- yeah. kept sticking it back in my drawer. And then finally, not too long, well, actually a year and a half ago, I sent it to my friend Ken Marino, having rewritten it as a traditional, King. as do I, yeah. sitcom pilot. And he read it. He said, this is hysterical. It's crazy. It's funny. But NBC is not going to make this into a TV show. <laughs> it's too ridiculous. And yeah. he suggested uh, that the web was the correct place. It was a very good suggestion. Awesome. Ken Marino understudied me in the national tour of A Few Good Men.
1: Really? Yes.
3: That's where I first met him probably 18 years ago.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: And then
3: I, being the stand-up guy that I am, I said to him, tell me when you want to go on and I'll give you a performance.
2: Really? Yeah,
3: which I thought was very nice of me. And so I called in sick on the day that we had discussed. Uh, uh, But then the the week leading up to that, he kept coming up to me and saying, dude, you got to come see me. I was like, Ken, I- I'm going to call in sick yeah. <laughs> so that you can go on as my understudy. I can't then come to the theater and watch you. Uh, but he kept begging me, like, oh, mean the world to me. And I was like, uh, fine. And so during intermission, I snuck in um, because this big, uh, this big scene was in the second act. And uh, I was second acting the play when the stage manager sat down next to me and I was like, <gasps> You seem to be feeling better. Oh, no. And I got in trouble.
2: You did? Aaron
3: Sorkin, uh, who shockingly apparently reads the performance report for (laughs) (laughs) every performance of the National Tour of If You Good Men, called me and said, I have a note on this uh, performance that says Joshua Molina called in sick with a migraine. Uh, Apparently he was feeling better later because he second acted the play. So I got Ken got me in trouble.
2: Did Ken ever apologize? I'm sure
3: he did. Not that I recall. Not not well enough. And he was very funny. Ken was so funny in my role that... Everybody on stage laughed, uh, which in a, court, in a courtroom drama is very noticeable yeah. when
1: like somebody is on trial for murder and like all the, all the military police are
2: kind of giggling chuckling. a little. Yes.
1: Yeah. You should have worn a disguise in, you know? Yeah. I should have. Kinda I should have like gone as Mondo, but it was 18 years before I was should aware of its existence.
2: You knew somewhere inside. I think I did. We all knew this was coming.
1: So the, the, the web series has an amazing cast of guest stars and stuff, too. Um, Jolo, Lowe, yep. Truglio. Jolo. I heard
2: his podcast with you. It's fantastic.
3: He's so He's amazing. He's amazing. What he a
1: cool awesome, guy. Awesome,
2: awesome funny man.
3: Uh, of course, Mike Wheaton Black. It's very yep. state heavy. Yeah. David Wayne. David Wayne. Mm-hmm. I basically co-opted all of them and Good. stuck them in my They're head. They're all so amazing. They so are. Why They're would fantastic. you not? I'm yeah. a huge fan of them.
2: It's like They're if great. you're having multiples... You want to take them all to the park, not exactly. just one.
3: Very well very, very, <laughs> very well said. It's exactly like that. And the, the trailer for it.
1: it's great, too, because it's got, like, John Hamm and oh, Sarah yeah. Silverman and all these people. Hank Azaria, Willard,
3: Dulé Hill, and Allison Janney from West Wing. I basically so. pulled in
1: every favor, called in every
3: friendship. But I thought uh,
2: everyone was so excited to you know, do that's it. That's one of the fun things yeah. about
3: the web is that it is a place where all these accomplished people can go do something particularly particularly ridiculous.
2: Yeah, just be silly and Stephen funny.
3: Weber and Jamie Lynn Sigler uh, perform a number from a Broadway musical about the inventor of nougat.
2: Really? For instance. <laughs> oh, my nice. god. And
3: there may be a very good reason why you won't see that on network TV, but right, <laughs> it's nice that there is a place but where finally, you can make it. But finally, there's an fare. outlet for that. Exactly. Good exactly. night. But everybody really came through for me, which was nice. My awesome. Friend, my friends really came through. There was a moment with... Um, Crackle which is a Sony company their, yeah. their website is crackle.com um, they were interested based on my pitch and the material I showed them but uh, the two cast members that I had were Michael Paynes and myself and I think they were underwhelmed initially as well <laughs> they should be by our uh, age and lack of appeal right. and so I assured them <laughs> I assured them that I would, I would get the rest of the cast would just be chock full of uh, um, zest and charisma boom (laughs) boom and so I delivered thank god because otherwise it could have have been a disaster
2: it wasn't a disaster though I think it's going to be a big deal I Mm -hmm. hope so and
3: Michael Ian Black was the other he was the third part of that uh, um, that uh, third ingredient we needed to to make him happy come on Michael Ian Black very popular people know who he is he has a million and a half followers on Twitter and they
1: said okay we'll do it (laughs) (laughs) so the big web presence is is a big plus yeah and he's a very subtle actor he is. really arranged' things. he's a very
3: subtle role.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I
3: can't get him to watch it. He's interesting. Really? He's a, he's a very, very interesting guy. He's one of my favorite people. I got to know him a little bit on Celebrity Poker yeah. Showdown, which I co-created with my friend Andy Newman. Um, and I really pursued him as a friend. And it, it, it What does years. that look like? That looks like... I don't really see anybody socially or interact live, mm-hmm. but I do a lot of emailing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like Twitter so much. Like, yeah. uh, I never, ha- I don't have the schmooze gene in me. Mm. Um, the kind of I person, feel like, you. I've been like at dinner with my wife, and like we have to leave. I've worked with the director who's here. And she's <laughs> like, "That's I don't. Why don't you go up to him?" And I No, don't if like I it.
2: see people I know, I and try it, to get out. Exactly. before Exactly, and if it's someone talk. I've worked with, I
3: know if I say hello, they're going to hear, "Give me work." So I don't. I avoid people, but. At home, in the in the privacy in the of my home, of my <laughs> composing pithy little emails and whatnot. So I, I reached out to him a lot of times, yeah. and finally, finally hooked him with uh, the web show. It was he's Very a, nice of him. He's a
1: cool guy. I know him a little bit from uh, from SF Sketchfest, at my festival that I run up north. The, uh-huh. We've had the state and then um, Stella a couple times and stuff like that too. Love and then, Stella. And they're loved, so funny. loved the TV show. That they did. Such a great yeah. TV show. Oh, is that good? It's yeah. I, I think the pitch probably was just Marx Brothers, but dirty. It yeah. had to be what it was, because that's what that show was. Yeah. so good, though. Mike, I
3: should uh, I, I should mention now that Michael, I think, feels that every moment of my web show is based loosely on the state or Stella. <laughs> 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 I I dispute this. But there is a, it's also about three guys, and uh, he seems to... Uh,
2: Lots of things are about three guys. Exactly. Three men and a baby. Thank you. That's probably your three major inspiration. Three Musketeers. Yep. In true three. the web series is based
3: no. largely on Three Men and a Baby.
2: Yeah, <laughs> eat that.
3: Yeah, but I don't know I got you off of Michael back. But yes, he's a fabulous guy. But it doesn't like to doesn't enjoy watching himself. Do apparently. you like watching yourself? I do not. I would oh, say man, uh, I early it. in my career, I liked nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just too, so tickled. There that I the am oper- again. Exactly. <laughs> Being I'm <me>? working <laughs> now. I would say the vast majority of stuff I do on uh, TV, I don't bother watching. I enjoy the process and. But, I don't, I don't usually bother to actually watch it. The web series, however, maybe because I have just so much more of a stake in it, um, and also I've had to watch it because I'm, yeah. I'm helping edit it and, and stuff like that, um, I've enjoyed it. It's just so... And I think Michael is so good that I'm desperate to get him to watch it, but... Uh, yeah, it's obviously. Just start
2: sending him emails where people say he's really good. You know, like for it. Yes, that would appeal to him. Or be like, I, I like think in nice this part, some part of your body was hanging out. Like if you <laughs> exactly, we can't be sure what it is. Can you he tell us what part that is? He is in variety
3: of revealing and interesting outfits. In oh, nice. ladies, yeah, take I, I notes. I promise, Michael <laughs> in black midriff.
2: <laughs> awesome, will be Egg, shown. Yes, please. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> so uh, there's something we brought up in the podcast before, which was something you did on Twitter, which Uh-oh. I thought was really funny because ah. I follow you on Twitter. I, I did you. you're Bring really it. funny. Uh, Thank you. It's a thing you did that uh, you had done like clearly this is the worst person on Facebook with a uh, link.
3: This was a huge success. This it was, was a delight. <laughs> this is so a good day me. in my household. Uh,
1: so basically it just takes you to the login screen on Facebook. That's all it does. But people are stupid and they assume that you have to log in to see whatever the content is and it just goes to their homepage.
3: Yes, but just clicking on it uh, did that. I-, I literally read somewhere like the 10 funniest Facebook tricks because I'm an idiot who Googles <laughs> funny Facebook tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's some link that brings you to your own profile. And so I just wrote, this has got to be truly the worst person on Facebook. And <laughs> thousands of strangers thought I was bagging on <laughs> like them. Like
2: singling them out Oh, it my is.
3: God. It, which Can was, you just imagine? Which was just terrific. I what a day. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This was a whole day of just people... Uh, going nuts and taking great offense. Oh, man. Yeah. Do
2: you like that kind of thing? I do. Yeah, I do like...
3: I like provoking you people from You have a lucky a wife. Yeah. My wife, by the way, couldn't have uh, more disdain for Twitter <laughs> and uh, the time I spend on it. So, like, whenever I'm on Twitter, I, I see her usually doing a slow cross, like, rolling her eyes and <laughs> yeah. shaking her head.
2: There's bills so. to pay.
3: Which I keep trying to explain to her. I keep trying to say that Twitter, for me, this, yeah. I'm schmoozing. I'm yeah. cyber schmoozing. And uh, there are... At least a couple examples where I have harassed people into giving me work. So I'm like, yeah. but still she gives me no credit for it. Oh. I just,
2: wives. I
3: wives. Can't live good with them. Good night. Oh,
1: boy. That's it. Was I never
2: that? get to drink beer. <laughs> that's a good
1: segue for... Uh, you're known to be, according to Wikipedia, an avid prankster on the sets that you work on.
2: I do like to, yes. And that's yes. what that twinkle is in your eyes. Th- there you <laughs> go. <laughs> exactly.
1: Particularly on the West Wing, they listed a lot of things uh, that They're you did custom- in- d- in- you They're actually listed Have you probably. not looked yourself up I'm on pretending. Wikipedia? I'm pretending. I know. I okay. Could, <laughs> I can say it word by word. Word <laughs> for word. I probably wrote it.
3: By the way, I would say 90% of anything positive written about me on the internet, I wrote under a pseudonym. And,
1: uh... The other ten percent.
2: Uh, Moschellina, says. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: And some of them were as simple as Vaseline on the phones and stuff like yes, that. Yes, that. <laughs> that got me into
3: also significant trouble one day because uh,
1: there was a there is a, a I don't know what episode. There's
3: a scene in West Wing where Alice and Jenny had to repeatedly answer the phone on Air Force One, so I coded the receiver. <laughs> With thick, thick uh, Vaseline. But she, I didn't know. She was wearing a wig. Oh, oh <laughs> And no. Vaseline on the wig is very bad and slows down production for a long time when, oh. <laughs> when it's applied. Yeah. So I, I was chastised for that.
2: <laughs> oh, man. You <laughs> used to be the bad kid. Uh, yeah.
1: And there's, there's more involved ones. I guess there's something you did with Bradley Whitford's Letterhead. Yes. Occasionally when Brad would not be working, uh,
3: they would leave his trailer open, so I'd go in and poke around. Um, As uh, I want
2: to do. He has a
3: lot of very positive affirmation-type sticky notes on his mirror, which is... (laughs) Really, really disturbing. And so I would change a lot of those. Um, and then one day I found personalized stationery, which I knew would come in handy someday. So I stole a couple pieces of it. And then after Jimmy Smiths joined the show, and I think I have to give credit to Janelle Maloney uh, because I believe it was actually her idea. Jimmy Smiths joined the show a couple weeks before Valentine's Day, and she said we should send him a, a bouquet. From Brad because they had working, been working very closely together. So I composed a note to Jimmy creepy from already. Brad. It's <laughs> creepy, actually. Um, this is pre-Twitter. Um, so I had nothing else to do. I wrote a note to Jimmy from Brad on Bradley's personalized stationery, saying something I don't know. These last couple of weeks have been super special. You're a remarkable man. Be my Valentine. But you know, I just tried to sort of
2: oh my gosh. walk the line
3: yeah. of homoeroticism and then we bought like you know, $200 worth of flowers (laughs) and had it delivered on the set to Jimmy... (laughs) and uh, apparently I wasn't there that day sadly but great oh, awkwardness no. awkwardness ensued oh. Brad immediately <laughs> knew that it was I who had done it because <laughs> nobody else would do that um, but then there was a gap of six months <laughs> where I thought everybody knew I had done it but Jimmy didn't know and then he overheard someone talking about it uh, and he was not happy and did you have a happy.
2: relationship <laughs> with Jimmy before this?
3: I, I I mean we dated okay yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing serious no, uh, no we've been working I, wasn't, I didn't work a lot with him but yeah. I knew him from around set and then but then there was a day where he found out that janelle and i had done it and he felt that he'd been made to look stupid for six months and he wouldn't shake my hand for a while really yes until it was all resolved when we all appeared on ellen as a cast and she made uh she gave us each a cake with our own likeness of our character and uh and it was sort of right before the credits rolled and i saw uh Jimmy leaned down. I can't remember whether they said it to Richard Schiff or Brad Whitford, but I heard him say, "I'll give you five thousand dollars if you smash the cake in Josh's face." And <laughs> so I just took off. I literally ran. <laughs> I, you know, and I think you can see the video somewhere. I'm sure. Uh, I ran off, but they, they they like hunted me down like an animal and grabbed me and held me down and smashed. The really? Cake in face. Yes. Oh no! And after that, oh, we were all friends again. Now we shake my hand. <laughs> after you were bullied into submission.
2: Yeah. Well, have you ever done such a romantic gesture for someone you do like? A two hundred dollar bouquet. Oh
3: yeah, I'm big on the really? stemage. It makes up for Twitter. My 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 <laughs> wife enjoys a stemmer too. Um stemage. Yeah. yeah. I mean my flower budget varies <laughs> <laughs> uh, as my roller coaster career right. so. Of course. Yeah. But, well, it's um, good
2: to know that you can send nice bouquets too. Yes.
3: Yes. You got to make room in your flowers. Heart for true. Flowers are important.
2: That. Stimmage. That's stimage. kind of a slutty way to say it. <laughs> it is actually. It's kind of icky. I, I got a pretty I'll, big stimmage again budget. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. And, ooh.
1: So you've worked with Aaron Sorkin a bunch. I have. Uh, starting in Broadway when uh, yes. a few good men. I
3: actually knew him a little bit as a kid. Really? Really? I grew up in New Rochelle, New York, in Westchester, mm-hmm. suburb of Manhattan. He grew up in Scarsdale and went to Scarsdale High School with my dear cousins, Rachel Stewart and Joel, my first cousins. I think I saw him in... Uh, they were all involved very much in the drama club at Scarsdale High. So I saw Aaron, uh, I think, in Godspell as a kid. So I knew oh. a little bit oh, of wow. him. That and is then, really bizarre. yeah. It is weird. And then when I graduated from college, uh, and I knew I wanted to be an actor, but I didn't know how I was going to go about pursuing that. And uh, my mom suggested, you know, why do you call Aaron Sorkin? And I... Uh, Sort of randomly did, and we became friends, and became poker buddies, and it was right around the time he was writing, a few good men, and uh, you know asked me if I wanted to audition, and I auditioned under another name. Nobody knew who I was. (laughs) was Very Tory spelling. Totally got on my merits.
2: No, uh,
3: no, he really uh, uh, gave me my first break and put me in the show, and has been employing me pretty steadily.
2: Credits was Broadway, basically. Yes, and I had grown up
3: going to Broadway shows, and my dad was uh, involved a little bit in producing, and my Lifetime goal was to be in a Broadway show, wow. and so
1: that happened at a young age it was fantastic, <laughs> it was a great experience. Check, awesome. Off. And then uh, Sports Night, which is one Such of my favorite shows ever. Show. Aaron again. You'll notice the common thread in my ever-working is Aaron. Hey,
2: damage goes <laughs> a long way, right? <laughs> uh, yes. There you go.
1: Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Got
2: grease the oil.
1: Um, great show. Uh, two seasons worth. Yes, uh, forty-five episodes. Yep, a good a good chunk. Wish there had been more, but that's the that's what I you know, always wish. As do I. But we can such in. a that's good true.
2: cast, and and you're great on that show. Thank you. So funny, and such good acting Thanks. moments. Like it was a lot of fun. Really was, awesome. Yeah,
3: and I originally uh, auditioned for the role of Dan that Josh Charles played, ah. uh, and got close. And I really thought it was going to happen that I was yeah. going to get it. I was crushed. Um, and it sort of just didn't happen. Like, I was not going to be in the show. And somewhere oh. a week or two later, Aaron called me back and, uh, and said, you know, the part of Jeremy, because I think at the time he was much younger and uh, it was a smaller role. And he started kind of selling me. I was like, dude, want to yep. rewrite it? O- want to make it old <laughs> and for me? <laughs> I'm in. I'll so he kind
1: of rescued me there again and uh, rethought the character for me, which was so nice. good. Very nice. Now that that show had a lot of, and West Wing even more of the infamous walk and talks. Yes. Yeah. That Aaron Sorkin does, which I guess are nightmarish for actors, but are very impressive. I enjoy them. It's high. It is high pressure, especially if you've got the final line because you screwed right. up and back to one, and uh, you know. So, but I,
3: it's kind of fun too.
1: I enjoy them, And he also, like, he's very particular about his language. So, like, if it's it is and you say it's, like, you got to do it I've got an anecdote with that. There was a a script that came
3: down with what was clearly, (laughs) it was a West Wing script, clearly a typo because uh, the sentence included the phrase the, the. (laughs) And uh, so I said, I'm I'm just going to say the once, right? And they said, well, let's call up and we have to ask Aaron. I was like, really?
0: <laughs> oh my and they gosh.
3: so they, had, they literally called him up, up to his office to make sure uh, that that was, it was there was only supposed to be one the. And then we were about to film, and I said, "Wait a minute! Did you ask which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we cut the right the? Um, so yes, he's a he's you go word for word. But I have no problem with that. Yeah. I yeah, think one that's cool. as a Jew, I have great respect <laughs> for the book. Um, I'm very text based, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, and when the writing is as good as Aaron's, I. I, I even when I work on other things, I'm always surprised when actors paraphrase because it's almost 100% of the time not as good as what the writer Yeah, wrote,
1: right. I well, particularly like. with Aaron's stuff that has a very specific rhythm to it. Yeah, for yeah. sure
3: with Aaron's stuff, there's just uh, – there's no word that he didn't give consideration right. to. So, right. it, Yeah. And the fact is if you just say the right words in the right order at a reasonable volume, you seem like a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, his stuff is very easy to act, I think, because it's so well written.
2: What are the repercussions if you mess up?
3: Uh, you just say, go again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the script supervisor says... No one lashes you or it. anything? No, there's just a... Uh, it's always fun to see, I mean, the the main cast sort of is used to it. Yeah. And every now and then you get a guest actor who's kind of used to paraphrasing. Right. And you kind of see the his expression as Ooh. he realizes, no, 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 word not for word, here. buddy. That's not gonna, it's not going to fly here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: People on that show have gone to do great things, too. Thank God, because I right?
3: am really only now work in the post-West Wing successful actor industry, which yeah. is that other people have gone on, <laughs> unlike me, those that have gone on to have their own shows like Dulé Hill on Psych and Mary McCormick on uh, In Plain Sight and Brad Whitford, yeah. the good guys. <laughs> They're the only people that employ me. So, uh, thank God for that show and the success of the other people on it.
1: So on Sports Night there's a laugh track for a little while this. Yes, I believe
3: the first eight episodes had a laugh track. We performed it in front of a studio audience. It oh, really? was really? Uh, Yeah,
1: well, this was before
3: the day of the um, the single-camera comedy, and it just became, that became a staple. Yeah. And, uh, you know, things like The Office and stuff like that. Right. So it was a hybrid for a while, which is that we shot it, uh, I mean, we sometimes had multiple cameras, but we shot it like a single-camera um, show, but we did in front of an audience and they used some of the audience reaction and no doubt sweetened it somewhere with a yeah. machine or whatever, but it sounded ridiculous. It just didn't work with the picture. And I think Tommy Schlamme and Aaron fought that by just slowly dialing it
1: down to the point where it was almost inaudible and they said, Fine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> fine, lose the laugh track. If you're gonna be that way about it. It's so. weird
1: because when you watch it, like it's really distracting at first in the first couple episodes. And then you start to not notice it as it starts to go out, and then all of a sudden you just realize, oh wait, when did the laugh track disappear? Yeah, like, it, it's really good about how it's gently phased out, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. I
1: prefer
0: not
3: to film something in front of a live audience because there's a it's a different breed. Uh am I you know, am I giving a performance for the 90 people yeah. who are here live? Right. Or am I trying to reach millions of people with a more subtle performance on camera?
1: Right. And, and it changes your timing, too, if you've got to hold for laughs. That like, is true. Big time. That is true.
2: And I just felt like I just found the series, or I just started watching the series within this year because I had missed it when it was on. And I love it, but I had the same feeling about the laugh track. And I thought it was funny because the writing is so tight that it seems like they're just popping the laugh track in when, like, not someone's not talking like not not when it's funny you yeah, know they can because like hey, the here's jokes a spot are put in a into everything and yeah. so then there'll be like a silent moment it's like ah ha,
3: yeah. ha, ha. that's funny and i'm
2: just looking around like what yeah. is going that, on
3: that doesn't work
2: i've been Ooh.
3: trying to lure my daughter into watching it but she's not interested
2: oh she um, will be
3: i'm hoping i mean uh, for so a long good. time my kids uh took no interest in my career and uh anytime i tried to you know i I once put on an episode of The West Wing, and my daughter's reaction was, can we watch something that Daddy's not in? Oh, oh
0: cool. no. Which is
3: hurtful. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, a couple of years ago, I did an episode of iCarly, having, oh. be- having begged my friend Andy Newman of The Poker Show, because he was a writer on it, saying, for the love of God, can you please, My we love this I need show. I to earn some cred. My kids enjoy <laughs> it. Uh, I love the show. And, and that was the first thing that I did that I think they had any any interest in.
2: Well, it's good to have that under your belt. Exactly. Play that. One.
3: One episode.
1: Thanks. <laughs> I just knocked my microphone almost over. That's okay. Uh, It's okay, though. Uh, And the relationship you had with Sabrina Lloyd as Natalie on that show, fantastic. Yeah.
3: She's a doll. That was a lot of fun. She's
2: so talented. Sweet and beautiful. I
3: took it as a sign that my friend was writing the show that...
2: I was able
3: <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend was Sabrina Lloyd. So,
2: um, Way to go. Yeah. And I loved Peter Krause on that show too who's now Prousa, doing Krause. Yeah. i Schnauzer. He's doing yeah, <laughs> Mr. Schnauzer. He's, he's done well for himself too. Yeah. He's doing great. He's done okay. Yes. And I'm loving him on Parenthood right now. Parenthood is good. Yeah. yeah parenthood is really good. You should be somebody's dad he's on true, there. Exactly. Just come write on. a letter. Help
3: me out. <laughs> Get in I played a very good uh, trick on Josh Charles on that show. Oh, oh yeah? Um, Which I think the repercussions are still being felt today, uh, (laughs) 11 years later, which is that he, this is back in the days, I guess AOL is still around, but (laughs) AOL is like, we all... If someone has an AOL address, I don't respect them. And he, being the star that he was, had a computer and a connection in his dressing room. Whoa. So I would ask to use it a lot, um, but he would never give me the... password I needed to get on and I was, I was like dude what is it you think I'm going to do yeah. like, come on, you know, there are days when you're not working can I not use it? But he would, never would let me but then one day he wrote his password in the wrong little window ah. so instead of coming up asterisks oh, it came yes. up password and he immediately turned to <laughs> me I was like did you see that said, no But of course I had. So another day when he wasn't working, Peter Krause and I got into his dressing room and I signed on in his account. I guess that's what it was. It was his AOL account and I would use whatever I wanted to there. Um, And so I signed on as him and I wrote an email to everybody in his address book (gasps) basically saying, I know this is an awkward way to do this, but for me, it's... It's the only way I can really face it. I, you know, I've been uh, coming to terms with things, and basically I came out. You know, I'm gay. Um, and, and I sent it to him. It's really actually, even now, I think, wow, that was really not nice. You but, are a crazy yeah, person. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like a day or so later, he was like, what did you do? <laughs> and uh, I, I don't think I... he
2: hadn't I, trusted yeah, you I don't before. think we ever... He was like, half those people
3: were, like, friends of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was furious, furious. I don't think I ever admitted that I actually did that. He was Here very, it is, folks. Very mad, yeah. Hopefully that's a bad
2: realize. one. That is
3: bad. That is bad.
2: You are really sneaky. There's
3: no line, I guess, apparently. <laughs> Identity. I mean, theft. He, he shouldn't don't. have had AOL. Let's yeah, let's that's my honest. feeling.
1: Ultimately, he got what he deserved from having yeah, AOL. He had, had, at that time, Hotmail or Angel Fire. Or, been anything I mean, cool about him? I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, oh boy. That's always
2: a good defense. Take. <laughs> exactly. You've been cool. That's you were asking. Happen. You were asking for it, buddy. <laughs> With your dorky face <laughs> on your dorky neck.
1: <laughs> so you have a role in an upcoming movie called Knights of Badassdom. Yes,
2: I'm so excited about that. movie. I am too. It's
1: got our good friend Danny Poody in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Yeah. Love community. Love community.
2: Love him. Ryan Quon. Steve Zahn. Ryan Quon. Yeah, it's got a good
1: cast. Peter, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Love him. Amazing cast. Um.
3: yeah, I, I think I'm not allowed to reveal much about what I do, but it is a sort of Spoiler comedy horror movie about these LARPers. Um, are you a LARPer? Are I'm you not to? a LARPer. Um, I've never LARPed, nor movie, will I LARP. <laughs> uh, What's that?
2: In the movie, are you in a In the LARPer? movie,
3: I'm somebody who's been, um, I guess, sort of shanghaied into being part of this <laughs> okay. live-action role-playing event, and I'm sort of wandering around this field in a green gorilla outfit wondering oh. why and uh <laughs> yeah been there and there was some fun special effecty horror stuff i was involved in um, that's cool oh it was so much fun
2: have you done much stuff like that
3: i have not i have not i've been uh being an aaron sorkin disciple i i've been not a lot dialogue everything <laughs> right. yeah. yeah not a lot
1: of gore and horror and
3: uh <laughs> so this that was a great that was a blast.
1: That's you uh, awesome. you saved Sorkin's life. Is that is that correct? I, that is actually true.
3: Wait, <laughs> that I didn't is know weird this. Weird but true. Yeah, I did. I did Heimlich him.
2: Oh!
0: <gasps>
3: yeah.
2: Did you put the food down his throat first? I did not. <laughs>
3: I did not. I've tried since. Yeah. To, uh, you owe me to create a choking incident <laughs> <laughs> with other talented people and save them. That never works. Um, no, yeah, we used to we used to bowl in the Broadway Bowling League, <laughs> which would be literally it's as glamorous as it sounds. And like the guys from A Few Good Men would bowl against the chorus line guys. Oh and my God! Um, and yeah, he bought like a giant tray of hamburgers for people, and he did sort of a shticky like I'm gonna eat a giant bite before I bowl, and then he started choking, oh. and it was one of those things where like. 20, 25 seconds in, we were like, this is a comedy bit that just isn't working. We were just kind of watching him and then all his eyes started to bug out and became, yeah, it was horrible. I mean, I'm sweating just thinking about it. Um, And then one of the rare, one of the rare circumstances in my life when uh, in a bad situation I reacted with some sort of cool head or grace or a plum I, I picked him up because he was on the floor at that point and got behind <gasps> him. And, yeah, I literally was like, wow. well, what does
1: that poster say in the restaurant <laughs> in the kitchen?
3: Because I didn't really know what I was doing, and I cracked a couple of his ribs. Really? And, yeah, and this giant uh, thing flew out of his mouth. Oh, my god! It was awful. It was really, really awful, yeah.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But what did he bowl that day?
2: <laughs> well, interestingly,
3: <laughs> interestingly, after we had this moment where we all looked at each other like, what? the? That was, wow, that was weird. Like, yeah. that happened. We then decided to continue bowling. <laughs> no. Yes. And Even at, him? At, well, yes. Because it had all things? happened. It was his frame. Um, <laughs> so he got back up and, you know... This is
2: Broadway, people.
3: Yeah, this is did, for real. Did the Flintstone, like...
0: And
3: then... Uh, Threw the ball and fell on his back. Oh, no. Yeah, literally. And he got up and he said, You know what? I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> and so we all went home. But, sure, but that he is, he tried to, uh, he did try to continue bowling. And then we're all like, This is crazy. Let's go home. The
1: ball must go on. Exactly. So have never so saved true.
2: anybody before. I don't,
3: yeah. And now, anytime anybody, ah, ugh, ah, I get really nervous. Because you're like, It's not me. I'm the one. Sound, <laughs> Like, I'm going to have to do it again. <laughs> no.
2: But you're—that's good because you're a dad, and you need to be. You need to have that kind of guts that can rise that to the challenge. That is true.
3: That is true. Yeah.
2: I don't have any human children. Uh,
3: it's uh, oh, it's a whole new ball game. <laughs> Man,
2: little it's ball. It's a lot game. of
3: pressure. Yeah, so little human lives depending on you.
2: You go. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> tweet about it. Live tweet.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, I do. I try. I try. I do use my children for. I will falsely. Uh, I'll sometimes tweet things that I've made up and pretend that my son said them. No. Oh, I like those. Yeah. <laughs> In nice. a desperate attempt to get a sitcom based on my fictional son.
2: Oh, that's happening again. <laughs> they What's are, that mean? Yeah, they There's another one. There's, there's another a thing blog that's being made into a that's show. That's crazy. Um, but, I, I mean, is the bleep, my dad says, is that doing well right
1: now? I don't know. I don't watch any scripted. I don't, shows. I don't think it's doing <laughs> great, but it's doing well enough I that they're it leaving being, it on.
3: Yeah, it's being positioned as one of the hits of the season, but I don't know
1: whether mm-hmm. it actually is. Bleep, my dad no, says. Bleep, my dad says is a show. That's. I've not seen it.
2: I've not. There's seen too it much either.
1: quality uh, reality television,
2: and then there's just those few good shows like Modern Family, the big Love fan Modern of. Family. So good, like huge. I can fan of only Modern make family. time for so much scripted shows with, when I have to keep up with real people. Exactly, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, uh, what are those girls doing? Real House that is Wives a point in viewing
3: for my family and me. We watch that together. Modern yeah. Family. It's yeah. such a good show. Incredibly funny.
2: Oh, did you watch that Halloween episode? Yeah,
3: I believe we've watched it twice already. Oh, yeah. It was great.
2: There's always so much going on. And when you rewatch it, it's just so exciting. That's um, actually
3: true. I have to say one of the great things about it is like the scripts are great, but also like the, the, they live their characters so yes. fully that there's a lot going on in
1: the frame all the time. Oh, right. I love it. I just hope that Manny never grows up. Oh, I know. It's just not going to be the same. It's so true. <laughs> Two seasons from now, he's going to be like a teen, and it's oh, going to yeah. be... it to be interesting to see how they handle that. It's true. I'm Maybe they ready. should just fire him and hire someone else and just keep the a character always young. doppelganger, yeah. Exactly. Why not? You know, they kind of did Charlie that for uh, for what Anne on Arrested Development that May played. Oh, yeah. She yeah. replaced somebody. Yeah. Do that. Why boom not? Boom.
2: I'm ready for it.
1: There we go. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, kid. You got older. I've <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: heard little radio interviews with that. That little dude, yeah. and he's just like his character. He's just this mini grown-up man that, like, I don't know. It's sort of adorable and bizarre. I was just going to auditions with my sister, <laughs> and I realized, hey, I've really got a passion for this. I was, I was a kid then, and it's like,
3: oh. <laughs> like twelve-year-olds that are more sophisticated than I am.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's way older than I am yeah. emotionally. I oh, think.
1: Sure. Yeah, I have to agree with that. <laughs> no, hey, I ooh, and I'm don't. Don't speak oh, for me, Cole. Heyo, you
2: got mad at me at the beginning about uh,
1: that. So you mentioned you're a big poker guy.
3: I am. I have been. Do you play now? Not as much as I used to for a variety of reasons. Uh, I mean, before I was married, I played all the time. I moved to Los Angeles and realized that there were 24-hour days, seven days a week card clubs. Yeah. Uh, I was just in heaven. And I spent a lot of my time uh, at the Bicycle Club, then Hollywood Park, the Commerce Club, and playing a lot of cards. Um, Then... I got married. No, was, <laughs> no I mean, I'm not married and have kids, so I can't. I certainly, don't have the time that I once had. And, what about uh,
2: online gaming? Hmm? What's
3: that? Online I do poker? Yes, I do dabble online poker, uh, but these I have to say, it's been a while since I've played um, much. I play occasionally.
1: So I'll play on these, these casual games with friends where it's like a $5 buy-in or something like that. Sure. But people still play their cards so tight as if they just can't possibly let that $5 go. <laughs> and then it takes like three and a half hours to get through it. And, and you know, you whoa, you win $25 yeah. or whatever at the end of the night. Hey,
2: I play micro stakes online. Do you? yep where? What and, site? Um, on let Full Tilt. And, nice. Yeah. Nice. And I do a little poker podcast because I have a friend that's oh, a did? really good pro player, Phil yeah. Golfland. Really? Um, wow. And so... We do a poker podcast, and I'm like the new stupid person. Uh huh. Um, But I'm getting kind of into it, and online it can be so addictive. And they have Full
3: Tilt, I believe, has Rush Poker. Yeah.
2: So that literally the
3: moment you fold, you're given a new hand. (laughs) <laughs> at another table it's really like it's like crack poker it's kind of like it's kind of brilliant i, wish I, I compare
2: of it. it to um what was that site that video chat site chat roulette chat because it's, like right. it's like slutty and fast and stupid <laughs> exactly. and addictive like yes. you're know, like this is gross that i'm doing this at three in the it morning It's super but, addictive and you can play woo.
3: 300 hands in an hour yeah that's boom. crazy boom yes. crank it out
0: Yep.
1: Oh, poker is sure. cool <laughs> let's do first okay, shall we yeah, first let's... time for first all right kind of goes with the theme of what we've been talking about today. Uh, you're known as an avid prankster, if you've sure. established. <laughs> What's the very first prank you can ever remember playing on somebody? Wow.
3: Mm. I believe the year would be, oh seventy three 73 or 74. <laughs> I think as a youngster, I... I performed the following prank. The little ketchup packets you get at a fast food place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you balance them just right under the toilet seat, very gently, when somebody sits on that (laughs) That toilet seat, it goes. (laughs) Um, And I did that to my mother.
2: Awesome. With hilarious
3: and uh, disciplinary results.
2: <laughs> Yuck. Yeah,
3: yeah, oh. uh, but try it. It is fantastic. That does, that's and with, never my children, heard of doing that. with my children, with uh, my children, we did it to my wife.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man,
3: was she not amused!
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh!
3: Yeah, but give it a shot, people. Sounds that's good. So how about, good.
2: How about you, V? Well, I don't. Rem- I wasn't ever a prankster. My sister was always getting me. She was five years older, and every April Fool's Day. She would find my toothbrush, even if I put a decoy out and cover it in soap. Like, soak it in soap so it wouldn't even look soapy. She was always just ahead of the curve. She knew my hiding places. So I never did pranks because i was living in fear um but i did <laughs> I get into mischief. my sister a little bit as well it's horrible yeah
3: i used to just do the you know very unsophisticated jump out from behind a oh, door my but sister, i would do it such too. frequency that my sister was just like a, a nervous mess i, I mean I, right still,
2: I still have anxiety i can only sit like in restaurants i have to sit against the wall because someone was always sneaking up on me or wearing a mask do you, you drink from
3: one of those tankards that has a glass bottom so let's <laughs> see who's coming never and stuff safe. Like that. i just
2: drink from a <laughs> straw because i don't even want to put my head down <laughs> for oh, a nice. second good technique but I was mischievous, and I—I I think the first thing I got in trouble for mischief-wise was sneaking into my mom's bathroom when I was like three and a half and locking the door and covering myself in all of her makeup, but like Aww. head to toe naked body, Aww. and then running through the house covered nice. in lipstick. Nice. And so how was
1: that met by your that family?
2: That was met with discipline, <laughs> ah, <there you laughs> and <have. a> firm <laughs> hand.
1: And you? Uh, for me, it's, i can't. I'm sure I did stuff when I was little, but I can't remember them. The first thing I really remember doing—this is really stupid. It was. Uh, I used to work at a video store in Davis uh, when I went to San Francisco State for school. But I would come back for summers at first because you know the dorms were closed, and I would work at this video store called Lightwave Video, which later became a Blockbuster. Um, but the manager and I, and at that time I had like really like kind of the floppy like middle part hair, boy band hair, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we decided that we were gonna play a prank on a couple of customers that came in that we were going to convince them that i was edward furlong <laughs> and uh, and i did like a little edward of furlong impression too so it's the a good whole choice actually I so think. the whole thing was that like the manager was like was in on it and he was just he would set it up as like oh you know edward furlong works here and they'd be like what are you talking about i was like well you know he started here before he got his break on t2 and he likes to come back and you know take, pick up so odd weird. shifts and work just or whatever so he's in the video yeah he's game. he's over there or whatever and like it was just plausible enough that they'd be like well he's weird maybe so, like, I, people would come up to me, like, oh my God, I love you in T2. And I just like, oh, thanks, man. That's awesome, dude. That's great, man. Well, what are you renting? I, I just like to get back here, you know, be with the people. It's cool. And we would do it like we did this for like a whole summer. And people literally thought Edward longer to this video store. It's fantastic. That's a good but did tie. it affect sales or business? Not really. Uh, or pretty, what about or ladies? It was kind of a, a fruitless, slow grift, you know? Literally <laughs> 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 making it, really it, it kind of. I understand. But it was fun. So, yeah, no
2: ladies came from that?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I
2: mean, who doesn't want to hook up with Furlong? Trend.
1: Most everyone who came into that store. <laughs> <laughs> the Funny story, though. He actually came into... Um, not this store. Uh, <laughs> uh, second Spin that I used to work at in Santa Monica mm-hmm. to sell back some of his used video games. Did you tell him that you were... In- no, I, I didn't say mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I You know, I used to be your imposter. Uh, no, that didn't come up. But, like a
2: good summer pretending I was you.
1: When you sell stuff back, we'd have to put you in our computer initially because you had to have a record of it, yeah. like pawn store rules. And so like I had to take his driver's license and enter in like his information. So I was like, oh, there's no doubt about it, Edward from, <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: Then you could, could do real identity know. theft on him if you wanted.
1: Really, really. What's he doing now? Selling back video games. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh, that's not a good indicator. No, uh, huh? I guess not. <laughs> this is like maybe three years ago. I want to say something,
2: Since like something that. could have changed. Yeah. Oh, I'm to him later. See what's, what's in production. The, the well,
3: video games he's selling back have
1: changed yeah. drastically. <laughs> <they had>. Presumably, <laughs> he was, he was three also years. with uh, I guess his girlfriend or wife who was like very pregnant, like eight oh. or nine months ah. pregnant. So I think it was like uh, let me sell back Fallout and get money for, <laughs> for the baby. upcoming baby. So
2: <laughs> the soon-to-be baby,
1: soon-to-be baby. All right, let's do it. Let's do my questions. Okay, I'll help you Vanessa's. if you can't get them. All right, she'll give you clues. Okay, I'll need them. I'm sure. All right, I here bet we go. You won't. You're very I together. Think you're going to do pretty good on these. Uh, question one: You played Jeremy Goodwin in the much beloved comedy Sports Night mm-hmm. in a memorable season one episode. Everything that could go wrong on the show does, and is attributed to a mischievous ghost named what? Thespis. Thespis is right. Boom,
2: oh, ding, 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 Boom. shakalaka.
1: The first actor who. uh Died yes. and now haunts things and makes things go wrong. That was right. I remember that well, actually. Yes. So the the twenty uh, four pound turkey thawing and the light. Green. Oh,
2: that was so funny. I am
1: delighted
3: when it turns out I remember anything from uh, ten years ago or more, because it makes me feel that like maybe I don't have early and onset, that's a very early onset dementia. Memory yeah, too. because I, I'm starting to lose my past.
1: <laughs> okay. So, but, but apparently there's still some there's still nuggets. Tenuous. We got something in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Around. All right. Question two. You played Will Bailey on Sorkin's political dramedy The West Wing. Mm-hmm. When Will first joins the Bartlett staff, he was hazed by his coworkers, including CJ, who constantly put what in his pockets? Olives. Boom. There you go. Mm-hmm. Two and for the two. goat in my office. Yep, goat in your office. There was uh, Sam Seahorn for Congress posters on the wall, people leaving their bikes. More fond memories. There you go. And a lot of people really? uh <laughs> <Yeah>. say, say <laughs> that you replaced Rob Lowe on that show, which you really didn't, you just you took his your character took his post. Exactly. I know people say and and there's still great vitriol and uh
3: malice from some people towards Really? America. Yeah. Just really yeah. bizarre. people. Some people, uh, I remember early on, and I'm one of those people that uh, I enjoy reading anything written about me. Yeah. I think the bad perhaps more than the good. <laughs> um, and there's no shortage of it. And uh, early on, somebody referred to me as that horrible little man <gasps> who, <laughs> who replaced Rob Lowe, which is a particular favorite of mine. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, we were, we were in scenes together. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to be him. Um, and he was very... Graceful, but uh, passing the baton on. He's there a, you go. He's a good man, that Rob Lowe. That Rob great Lowe. great actor, too. Yeah. And when, when, I, when Rob Lowe leaves the show and I come on, that's known in the business as going a different way with it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean,
1: if they were looking to replace him, they would have hired somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, question three. You paid Bill Friedman in Warren Beatty's acclaimed comedy, Bullworth. Feldman. Okay, got that wrong. Okay. Uh, oh, the film featured you an early. Idiot. Okay, <laughs> the film featured <laughs> that was an early actually appearance. the question. <laughs> that is a trick question. question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the film featured an early appearance by what female stand-up star as second American politics assistant? Mm, Sarah Silverman, correct.
2: Ooh. And now she's in your show, Back One. Yes, she is. Boom. And
3: I play uh, not infrequently in her poker game. She has a fantastic poker game, and know. I used it to mine various other people for my web series. We became friends, actually, on that show. That show was insane, and, uh, that movie, um, filmed for months and months and months. I was single when it started, uh, engaged. Uh, I brought my wife and baby to the premiere. <laughs> and that's actually Whoa. true. That's how long a process it was. And, oh, uh, my gosh. We would have multiple 18-hour days uh, where... Um, we didn't work at all. Like, you know, after 18 hours, they'd be, we're not going to get to you. And so there was a lot of hanging out. And Sarah was there in a teeny tiny role, but around forever.
1: And we, we got to be friends.
2: That is awesome.
1: Crazy. Yeah, I heard that the, the rewrites were, like, incredibly frustrating and took forever and ever and ever and ever on that movie. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, we'd literally, you'd walk to set
3: and Warren Beatty would say, what do you want to say?
0: <laughs> I'd say I
3: don't know. I thought it was going to, how about what's in the script? He's like, yeah, we'll do that too. But, you know, so I mean, it was like we'd do 50 takes.
2: Crazy. that's awesome it was fun
1: all right question four i'm doing well I'm very you're doing, doing really, good. really
2: well you're <laughs> not even having a moment <laughs> i really hesitation. know myself you are so good at yourself
1: <laughs> you're doing better than me i got your name wrong uh question four you played carl mixworthy on the short-lived abc show big mixworthy.
3: shots i took a lot of uh yeah my co-stars love to make fun of me i, 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 I didn't pick my name <laughs> there was a lot of uh we felt that if i ever do drop an album it'll be called the mixworthy
1: incident
0: Ooh. there you go i like it <laughs> but
1: yes your question uh, Carl was president of Flexor Williams, a company that produced a popular drug that helped improve focus during multitasking while alleviating related stress and erectile dysfunction. What was the drug called? Wow. I don't know. Okay, on a camera? Here we go. The
2: way that you would make the picture clear?
3: Um, you would do what? I would focus. So, fo Is that the video? No, uh,
2: no, both of those. Okay, focus. And then not out, but
3: focus
1: in. Yeah. Focused in. yeah. Focused in. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. There you go. <laughs> All right. Together, um, we got it. Yeah. Thank you for the <laughs> And in fairness, probably a lot of
3: people didn't know that. The show <laughs> was not yeah. very long. If more people had known that, maybe we would have made a 12th episode. Exactly. <laughs> maybe Mr. You guys said 11 it, it, would have it
2: the,
1: the writer's strike happened at that time. The writer right? strike
3: did happen, sadly. Um, sadly, because not only was I Co-starring in a television series But I was making a tremendous amount of money Playing head-to-head poker with Michael Vartan
2: Ah, yes. ah. Vartan boom, boom.
1: Oh yeah Alright, question five You played network exec Kenny Mitchell On the Larry Sanders show True Mitchell was trying to push Larry off the show In favor of replacing him with whom? John Stewart? Yep. Yeah. Wow. You're you know, I played so two different characters on Larry Sanders. Yeah, you played one for one episode. And
3: yes, then... well, I did one episode very early on playing a uh, reporter doing a story about the show for Entertainment Weekly. And then years later, played Kenny Mitchell for a few.
1: Isn't it weird how like because I I did two episodes of Nash Bridges as different characters? Did like, you? Yeah, I always feel like people are like, like. There are some people that have seen every episode, right? They're like, yes. "Well, that's clearly the same guy who played this other sort of thing." <laughs> I went
3: right? when they hired me the second time. I felt like they were saying you weren't memorable the first time. we have no <laughs> problem that guy using just you changed again. Changed his career. Uh, also you possible. Know? That's true. And name.
2: Yeah. Oh, he had a name too. Yes. Uh, Mister well. Mixworthy. Well, it all worked out for the best. That's true. Thank God. I mean, I was in different
1: storylines because my first time I did it, I was like the brother of a killer on an episode. And so I was like in the A, Don, and Cheech (laughs) storyline. And then the second time I did it, I was like a student uh, theater director who was doing this play. And then the guy who was playing the grandpa drops out. And so I asked James Gammon to play the part because he's watching the rehearsal that (laughs) Jody Linoke is in. So it was like totally different worlds of the show, but still. I like it. Yeah. am all for it. Hey, you've go.
2: got, got a flexible look, Cole. There's a great I actor who
1: did two roles on... Uh, Gareth Dillahunt? Is yeah.
3: that his name? Jared on Dillahan, Deadwood. On Deadwood, yeah. I love that they use him again. because He was, was so good. He was they, so creepy. They just thought, like, we'll use him again.
1: He's great. We'll make it work. Yeah. And he was gonna it's not mad. like he was a throwaway character. Like, he no. shoots uh, Wild Bill yeah. in the show. Like, it's a pivotal thing. Yeah. No, that that was a bold... Double use of an actor. It really was. They're like, screw it. We're using this guy.
3: Again. <laughs> he is great. He, he saved he me. He is once. a great actor. I yeah, was choking on a burger and <laughs> exactly. that guy stepped off. He stays.
2: <laughs> okay, it's my turn. All right. Are you ready? I, I think. think. Have you ever met the Olsen twins?
3: I have not, although John Stamus is a friend.
2: Okay. Has he told you <laughs> anything count? about them? Do you guys um, ever talk about them he has... on the phone?
3: Not really. He has. I saw it in your eyes. It's okay. You <laughs> no. don't have to share. He's it. in my web show, too. I mean, we're <gasps> over. He's, I love he's him. in my web show as a
1: 25 year old John Stamos. Whoa. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Trippy. Mm-hmm.
1: We're, we're, uh, we're over 28 on the Olsen Twins question. She always yep. asks. Nah, is that these, right? Not yeah. a one, one these not days. Not
2: one. Darn it. Man. But if
1: we book the Olsen Twins. <laughs> if you ask if they one, exist. whether they met I've, the other. Yeah. Exactly.
2: I could get two for one. Well, that's too bad. Sorry. That's all I got. That's it? (laughs) She says that five times. Ready? Yes. Uh, Okay, you have to make The Three Amigos. We all know that it (laughs) shouldn't be remade, but you have to. God, I love that movie. And so who are you going to cast?
3: Interesting. Uh, And this is... I'm not casting myself. You can if you want. Well, I think I would go... My producer's instinct is that there are more commercial actors. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to pretend I'm producing it. I would cast... Steve Carell. Okay. Zach Galifianakis. Great. Um, and Mary Tyler Moore.
2: Whoa. You know <laughs> what? That's a like logical choice. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I would it was either that or a... Olsen twins. Yeah, that's like, a Come back say. and re-answer the question. Two Olsen I just twins have Eddie me. Murphy play all the roles. You know? Oh, make it yeah. It would be hilarious. It worked before, you know? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Um, okay. I don't think it would save money. That enough. is the that is
3: the number one movie that I've given up on it, but I've, that I've shown to other people with great excitement and had them say, "Was that a joke?" Are you really?
2: Yeah, people don't.
0: It's, I it's love
3: very, that. It's weird. I love, love, love it. It's movie. one of my top ten favorites. Siskel and
1: Eber didn't like it when it came out. I remember this specifically because they showed the scene where they're just trying to sneak in and steal their amigo costumes and they're making all the bird noises, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Classic. Yeah, the, hoo, hoo, up here! Up, yeah. here. <laughs> look him, look up <laughs>
0: here! Look up here! Look up here! <laughs>
1: And then, you know, we're cracking up watching the scene, and then, you know, they turn back and they go, just on funny stuff. And we're like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, what are you Stop talking that. about? I yeah. think
2: people have a weird line with silliness. Like, some people don't like silliness and some people do. But I think in that movie especially, you can see, like, the joy and the silliness. I mean, it just... People are. I think everyone's fantastic. at their best, and it's so I fun agree. and playful. I agree.
1: It's under if, an underrated class. If you can't laugh at the singing bush, you're dead.
2: <laughs> exactly. I,
3: I think. And who voiced the singing bush? Randy Newman. Oh, you're boom, good. Boom. I have four more questions. No. <laughs> Wait
2: a minute. Uh, well done. I gotta get this back.
3: Okay. He's got a show opening soon at the Taper, I believe, starring uh, Michael McKeon, among other people. He's oh, Fantastic yeah? on Twitter. I'm trying to plug everyone You're I've ever it. known. Or, <laughs> no, just
2: keep doing it. Yeah, right? <laughs> don't stop.
3: Oh, what's it called? Angels and Harps, I believe. Ah, okay.
2: I'm going to look it up on the internet. I, I don't not, know about it. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yes. You're given a banana, sure. some rope, and banana. a bean can full of fake blood, and John Travolta. You are asked to play a prank on Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> what do you do?
3: Let me just get... Okay. I have a banana, uh-huh. fake blood, yep. a rope, yep. and John Travolta. Yeah, this is this is very Pg thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't think I want any two elements. <laughs> uh, any of the, any two of those elements. Um,
2: you don't yeah. have to use them all I mean that's a pretty good gift I gave you all those that things That is
3: true I'd, You don't I would, have to go MacGyver and use I, everything yeah. <laughs> I would need a computer and a very complex algorithm That I don't have time to run right now To come up with the perfect prank using those things Oh man yeah. I'm sure I'd just stick them all in his bathroom But um, <laughs> yeah, it would be kind of weird seat. to get out of the bathroom yeah. And then
1: John Travolta sit uh, yeah. on your toilet yeah.
3: <laughs> Aaron, Eating a banana. Well, I, if, if I'm bad at interacting with people In unexpected situations <laughs> Aaron is to the 10th so uh, oh, man. Yeah, That would be I kind of think, weird To yeah, walk yeah,
1: in on though Dr. <laughs> Volta eating
3: a banana In your toilet Yes well, I would certainly Hello. jump out And take a picture Because there's, there's money <laughs> And then the Internet <laughs> There's
2: money out there <laughs> Okay ready Yes Would you rather have skin That's like pebble skin Yes All over you mm-hmm. Um, And it's kind of Pebbles under the skin Sort of a warty texture Yes But no visible warts Right Or a huge butt That hangs down To the back of your knees Like a flappies
3: Pebble skin Not even close Really Absolutely Really? Yeah, is that weird?
1: No, I would take pebble
3: skin. Yeah. Why would you want to like, floppy, droopy? I'm about 40% of the way to pebble skin anyway. I have weird like chicken skin. My, no, wife, my wife likes to call it, right?
2: Your wife yeah. calls it chicken skin. That's not nice. My wife accuses me
3: <laughs> of uh, whatever, anything I have, insomnia. She's like, I couldn't sleep last night. You gave me
2: insomnia. <laughs> I'm getting you chicken skin oh my God, on my yeah, thighs. Yeah, I'm no
3: doctor, but I don't think I gave you insomnia. I don't think it's contagious. It's everything I mean. You weird chicken skin you got on your tricep area. Now I've got it.
2: Don't rub up on yeah. me. <laughs> right. She accuses me of everything. Oh, man. Okay. Um,
3: what would you do? You'd go with I, the big.
2: I think. I, the idea of having bubbly skin revolt. I mean, you can disgusting. wear a jacket
3: and not reveal your bubbly skin, but what do you do? You've got a
2: head attached to your skin. Oh, like a bubbly face, too. Yeah. Ooh. Bubble face. Mm, <laughs> bubble face. I didn't really think it through But okay. She
1: could be a particularly niche actor, though. Like, yeah, you, you could
2: get somewhere. A lot
1: of reptilian roles.
2: And TLC would always put you on. They always have specials about, no, like, I'd bubble boy. Also
1: got to believe there's some sort of
3: dermabrasion laser treatment for bubble skin.
2: Okay. Or will be. We'll see. Someday. We'll see. Somebody you you just, live with the consequences and we'll hope for the best. <laughs> There's somebody out there right now who's got it
1: and is just waiting for technology to catch up. <laughs> like, on, maybe science. if I get Come some on, celebrities medicine. on Can't my side. I believe people are making fun of me in their podcast.
2: <laughs> hey, listen, buddy, it's just a choice. <laughs> now, yes. you have to pick two people you've worked with. Okay. And they don't have to have any kind of relations. This can be done in a lab. But you have to pick them and make the most interesting baby possible a baby. man and a woman.
3: Interesting baby, okay. And
2: interesting is up to you, like, what that yeah. means.
3: Okay, I'm gonna go. This is uh, this is very on the nose. But I'm gonna I would start with John Ham mm. because he's just so good. Yep,
2: hello. And getting to I know him him a bit.
3: <laughs> smart, bunny, funny gentleman. The first time uh, oh. uh, he plays sometimes in Sarah's poker game as mm-hmm. well, and he like before we left and everyone's just like see ya thanks he's like sweeping the floor or something I oh. was like my god you, we looked bad already sitting next to you <laughs> just physically you've already made us look bad do you really now have to sweep her floor oh
2: my gosh you
1: asshole yeah, it's not, um, it's it's not fair fun. that he's as funny as he is you know what I, I mean
3: I feel the same way too I'm like
2: oh uh, hes <laughs> I think it's totally fair he's the whole, he's the whole <laughs> package <laughs> he's got the whole um, thing so
3: I would definitely start with John and now I have to pick a woman yeah. or it can't be the product well of,
2: sure you can pick a man give me love two child two, two
3: men fits in a lab why not? Um, no, I guess I'll go traditional. Uh, traditional, uh, uh, let's see. Private um book. De, 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 da, da, da. Um, Alice and Janney. Ooh,
2: I think the love choice. child of Alice and Janney and John Hamm. That there would are be a smart, that are just, interesting baby. Yeah,
3: super talented. Great bone structure. Great looking. Pretty tall. And oh, tall. Super tall. Tall. Yeah. That yes. baby's going to be tall. over seven feet tall. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, me. no, you just be tall, great looking, funny. And they're both actually just enormously nice. Oh, that's they really a are. Answer. They are two of the great, great stand-up people.
2: Oh, I love hearing that. That people that are so talented are also nice is just heartwarming. Yeah, most people
1: are awful. Actors. Yeah, yeah, those actors are terrible. terrible Let's face people. it.
2: Yeah. It's okay. Which is which is
1: <laughs> weird when you do find out that people are certain people are terrible that you you know admires actors and you're just oh. like no wonder why I haven't seen you anything lately now your stars <laughs> <laughs> burned out and nobody wants to hire you yes oh, that's no mean. weird who knew. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what that sound means. <laughs> uh, um, so uh thanks for coming on. Thanks it for having me. it was been really fun. Was fun. Um it was so Backwash, uh, crackle.com, November fifteenth at premieres. Woo-hoo. Yep. There's uh thirteen so episodes in the can. There are thirteen episodes.
2: Correct. That's awesome. And people should follow you on Twitter because you have the funniest tweets. You're
1: very
3: kind. Please do. Just
2: for real. At, at your name.
3: Josh Molina, J O S H M A L I N A.
2: Boom, boom. I've favored it a few of yours, buddy, because oh, you kind. crack me up.
1: And of course, if you uh, listeners want to follow me or Vanessa, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Radical. And the podcast is at PMC Podcast. Yeah.
2: And thanks for listening. We love you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Subscribe
1: to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.